This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat, and this week we're going to talk a little bit about listening. So I'm going to talk a little bit, tell you a little story of what brought this subject up, and then uh, I am going to, like last week, I'm going to have some different J.R. Um, John Roger, who's my teacher, some excerpts of his from actually a few different seminars. Uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit about what's on my mind. And what's on my mind, again, for those of you who've been listening, you know that I do these 30-second uh, cold finishing showers in the morning or whenever I take my shower, which today was in the evening. Um, I'm here in Alaska, in Homer, Alaska, and taking... <laughs> A cold shower in Alaska is a very different experience than taking a cold shower in Los Angeles. <laughs> the, the temperature of what it means to be cold in a shower is much, much colder here in Alaska. And so I hope I'm not counting my 30 seconds any faster, but I probably am. I'm still doing the cold showers, and it's still very invigorating, um, but it is a bit more chilly. It's a bit more chilly here. Anyway, um, it's also kind of interesting here because, as many of you probably know already, the sun... Uh, well, the sun may go down, but it never gets completely dark here at this time of year. So it's always light. So I have no idea what time it is at night when I'm just looking out the window um, because it always looks like uh, dawn or dusk all night long. Uh, so that's kind of what's on my mind right now because of where I am. What's also interesting here in Homer is that in the bay out from where I'm staying and that I was out in all day today on a boat uh, is where the tectonic plates meet. So part of the bay is a different level underneath the water than um, the, the sea floor than the other part of the bay because the Pacific tectonic plate and the North American tectonic plate meet right there in this bay. So that's another little interesting tidbit that I thought found interesting that I'm sharing with you today. Um, but on to why I am talking about listening today. So when I'm traveling, and those of you who travel know that uh, you meet different people along the way of your travels, and this trip has been no different. I met this lovely young woman who um, proceeded to share with me a lot of uh, deep and personal things about her life, and as a minister, as someone who's holding the light and uh, being a light bearer, one of the things that can happen is that sometimes people just need 
to be listened to. People need to be heard and people need to feel that um, they can just say something and get it off their chest without feeling judged uh, or, you know, feeling like someone's trying to really do anything besides understand them and listen to them and love them and hold that place for them where they can just speak freely and speak about what's in their heart. And this lovely young uh, woman, she was, um, was raised, her parents came over from a different country to America and they're very traditional in the culture they come from. And in that culture, they wanted her to grow up and become a doctor and get a white picket fence and a husband and kids. And that was the plan for her. And she came out as gay to them and ended up um, on her own from the time that she was 17 and has been still putting herself through college. Um, but it, uh, it was very difficult in terms of um, the consequences of her, of her doing that. And yet she was grateful because it made her very strong and self-reliant and she um, has been working and taking care of herself from that time. Um, but it had been a very hard day for her, been a very difficult time. And her girlfriend, who's uh, she's very much in love with, has not come out to her parents. And her, and her parents have a very similar cultural religious situation as the woman I was talking to. Um, actually, I wasn't really even talking to her much. I was just listening to her talk. And she poured out her heart to me and poured out just the difficulties of uh, the situation that she's in and, um, and just talked about her story of how she um, had to, what she had to go through and what she was still going through and the difficulties and the challenges and the rewards that all of that uh, produced for her. And I really just s sat there and listened and kept myself as much in um, a loving, caring consciousness as I could and with understanding and compassion. And, I th and she really responded to that and really responded to that by just letting these things go um, by talking about them. And to me, that is... I am honored to be able to do that for someone, to just be able to listen. Now in my personal life, in my personal relationships, I do my best, but it's, it can be, to me, it's much more challenging to maintain that neutrality and to maintain that loving and that caring, which is bizarre, but it, it seems to be the way it is um, with that person that we love that I love the most, that we love um, the most in our lives, or those people that we love the most, because usually we have personal relationships with them, and they tend, those personal relationships can easily trigger our reactive consciousness and push our buttons so that uh, if we're not careful, we can slip into other types of patterns rather than just letting the person feel heard. And anyway, so that's what's been on my mind um, in terms of 
this episode. And uh, so I pulled some JR excerpts having to do with that type of listening where people really just feel heard. And I think it's just a magnificent way uh, to be of service to people. So I am looking at that in my life and for myself. And I really encourage you to look in your life and, and to look at when you're talking to people in your life to really listen to them rather than thinking about what you're going to say next, um, rather than thinking that you have to say something at all and that you have to respond and that you have to have an opinion or that you have to have advice, take a moment and just listen to the person. Just listen to them with that open, loving heart, with that understanding. And you'd be amazed at how, uh, at what that can do for someone without you actually saying or doing much of anything besides just listening. Um, because it, having been on the other side of that too, it can be so freeing and you can walk away so much lighter when you have someone who will just listen to what you have to say and that you feel that you can be honest with them and that you feel that you can open your heart and be honest without, uh, without fearing repercussions or reactivity or any of those things. And so that's something that I encourage all of us to look at and focus upon. And so I'm going to just, uh, it, this episode is going to be a little short because though I have no idea what time it is because looking outside right now, I'll, I'll shoot a picture for you. Um, I have no idea what time it is at the moment because it's still light, but uh, I'm very tired. So I think it's actually pretty late <laughs> at this point. And, uh, and I need to get up early to get back out on the ocean tomorrow. So um, I, I am going to play from three different seminars. The first one is from... Um, actually, I don't know what order I'm going to put these in, but the, the, but the seminars are Six Factors to Clear Communication. Um, the next one is What is the Agenda of Listening? And the last one is Communication in a Safe Space. Those are all by John Roger, and you can get those at msia.org. So without further ado, I'm going to roll these amazing excerpts. Be friendly with yourself. Get to know how you think, how you feel, how you respond to other people. It's very easy. How can you tell if you're really being friendly to other people? Because I only know of one way. You have a heart felt response for them. Something that is really caring. It really cares for them. My God, when they talk, you stop making pictures and you listen. Listening, to my understanding, is one of the most deepest, profound signs of loving. Listening. Listening to yourself and listening to someone else. That heart just goes out and wraps around them, and we call that creating a safe place in which to communicate. 
It's fantastic. Do you have to worry about them getting the message? No. No. Do you have to make a point? No. Don't make points. Make love. Be pleasant. Be friendly. There's a thing out of the Bible that for a long time I used to wonder, what on earth does that mean? And it says, be still and know that I am God. And so you shut up and you still don't know it. It's because you must empty yourself of all the communication barriers inside of you. You've got to surrender to the listening to God. You can have God come in and say it one way, like a man. Maybe God's going to come in and say it like a woman. If that bothers you to hear that God might be a woman, you have built in a block of prejudice an absolute knowledge of knowingness of something you know nothing about, and you're going to have a very hard time in this life communicating in spirit. Then what is the test of it all? If it works. If it doesn't, you just let it go. If you deliver yourself of a defense mechanism while a person is talking to you, you will not be hurt by anything they say. And the way you deliver yourself from the defense mechanism is to love every little thing that they do. You just come up with it like, I know you're 35, but you're the cutest little baby I've ever seen in my life. Let's hear what you got to say. So sweet. I bet you're saying, Daddy, I love you. And if you have that inside, when they get all through, and you just keep the loving going, they then start to feel the loving communication. They start that coming back. This is not easy, what I've just been describing to you for the last 50-some minutes. This is most difficult and most terribly hard to do. And yet, we have no other option unless we're going to be anarchists and totalitarianists. If we're going to be community and family, then we must authentically listen to what people are saying and sense what they're saying and hear what they're saying from the depth of, do I have that same pain and hurt and whatever's going on? Sometimes all we can do with another person in their pain is to be with them and hold their hand. And we don't know anything to say. And often it even hurts us to be there to hold their hand. And we've still got to be there and hold their hand because we are ministers also. And we hold on. Eventually we will all work ourselves out of this. With a little support from your friends, you get to do it a lot faster. That support is in hearing what they're saying, not interpreting what they're saying. If you just start to listen, don't listen for hidden agendas. Make them communicate authentically so that you don't have to play the mentat out of a dune book. <laughs> oh, really, what they're really saying is this. <laughs> Take them at their word, and they will start to give you their word. And then you will start to give your word as an authentic expression. When we communicate to people, we have to do some groundwork. 
And over the years, JR as a person has been doing groundwork with the people around me that I have created and I have made a place inside of me that is safe for you to communicate to me anything you want to. You can come up and call me name after name, put me down, run your stuff on me, and I just say fine. Because I've created that space. Some people who don't know me feel like they can't tell me stuff because they think I'm not receptive. And yet, when they stop for a second look at me, they say, I'm going to tell you anyway. It's because they've seen that I have got that space open for them. But it seems strange, too, that husbands and wives, and now we can take that relationship and make it anything, right? Mother, daughter, employers, you hear anybody. That we haven't taken that time inside of us as a person to create that space, that environment in us that makes it all right for them to tell us anything without us running it back in their face and dumping negativity on them. And then they have sort of a responsibility too that maybe I'm given to them, is that everyone in here should have and should create, I'm doing a should number in case you missed, a safe place for me to talk to you where I can come up and tell you anything and you won't use it to cave in or destroy yourself or go and die but it's okay for me to talk to you if I say hey you're not doing the exercises the way you could I have that freedom to come and talk to you and some of you haven't allowed me that space you've only allowed me the space to stay distant even though you say tell me when I tell you, you go, oh, oh, you shouldn't have told me. So I become very sensitive that you haven't got a safe place for me. But I want you to know you have a safe one with me. If it isn't all right for us to talk to each other, what right have we got to be together? And if it isn't all right for us to say, look, I'm really upset and angry and frustrated with you right now without them saying, well, you deserve it. It's like, oh, wow, you're, you're killing me with what I gave you. Why can't you just sit there and let me just tell you? And when I get through telling you that, you don't take and run it back at me. I know that all you did was just listen as I processed myself. And maybe when I get all through the 10 minutes of haranguing and telling you how bad and terrible and dumb and all that you are and why I should have left a long time ago, and I'm clear that you can also... Listen when I say, oh, and the bottom line is, I really love you and I want to be around you and stay around you, that you can also forget all the previous information up to that point. So thank you all for listening. God bless you all. You can get more information on my website, transcend.online. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>